Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Witch Hazel. No, I'm just kidding. It's an odds and ends episode because there was so much to cover. Witch Hazel is just, it's a lot. Um, and there's just some things we wanted to go over. So we're just doing a little mini episode. We have Courtney. Hello. And Jesse. Hi. We always want to acknowledge any comments, ideas, kind of wild theories that we receive from our listeners. And we got a really great one from Abby on Instagram. Uh, she wrote, and I'm going to quote here, I just listened to the new episode on Witch Hazel and I wanted to throw something out there. You guys were confused about look in my book and what it meant. I believe he's alluding to the old folktale of looking in the devil's book and signing the devil's book. Back in Puritan times, that was a phrase they used to mean if they made a pact with the devil, if you signed the devil's book. If that was the case, the line, would you give me money for this, would be selling your soul. So to me, the song always hinted that it wasn't just a plain old ghost, but possibly the devil, which also goes nicely with the general album theme of folk horror. And then they commented a little later, um, they re-listened to the song and feel that the song has two points of view, the man and the ghost. He only slightly differentiates them. The first part is slower slower with the man, and it picks up and is jauntier when the devil comes in asking if he wants to sign his book. There's ghosts in my house, so I had to move out. I live in my barn, and I don't give a damn for the cows and the sheep as they strain to excrete. Like to look in my book. Could you give me money for this? Ah. That is definitely something that uh, hadn't occurred to any of us. I don't think any of us really had that background in Puritan folk tales. Really? But you don't have a background in Puritan folk tales? Like I totally knew all that. I think I just, fell asleep during that part in, in history class. Just yeah. kidding. No, I thought that was such a good observation and it's completely plausible. I don't know if that's what yep. it is or not, but it's really plausible. And if that is what it is, that's really awesome, actually. And definitely seems like the sort of thing that Matt would likely know about, kind of be into. Um, it's very much in line with his interests. Yeah, absolutely. I thought that was fantastic feedback. Thank you, Abby, for that. It was definitely gave us something to think about. The other thing that we didn't have a chance to discuss on the last video are the two music videos from Witch Hazel, which were there's a music video for So Low and there's one for Take My Hand. The So Low video is from it's a, I can't even say it's a spoof of the old gray whistle test. And I just want to say the old gray t whistle test is not something that we have in the United States. I didn't know anything about this show, um, so I had to do some research. And um, because it was referenced in two episodes of Snuffbox, too. So I think I, I kind of looked it up a little bit at that time also. But the Old Grey Whistle Test was a show on the BBC that ran from 1971 to 1988. And they kind of just featured non-chart-topping music, which I think is interesting. It was kind of like albums as a whole. There was a host on Old Grey Whistle Test called Whispering Bob Harris. And I hmm. think that if you look back at the two Snuffbox episodes, I'm pretty sure that's who Richard Iowati was meant to be because he was very soft-spoken and 
you know, the Asmur kind of whispery voice that sort of gives you chills, but it's also really comforting to listen to. So I think that's what it was. So this, when the, the video opens, it says the Old Grey Whistle Test 1973, which I also thought was kind of odd because Matt date stamps everything with 1974 because that's mm-hmm. the year he was born. And this one was 1973 yeah. for some reason. But it's really a very cool video. It, it really perfectly captures the kind of the grittiness of the 70s like everybody just kind of looks strung out there's a bunch (laughs) of people in the video obviously matt's in it and cecilia phage thomas walsh is in it from pugwash (laughs) also from pugwash and uh later the divine comedy and the duckworth lewis method is a tosh flood and then benedict wong is in it too forgot to mention john sim the oh, master yeah. on Doctor Who. Thank you. Totally forgot about that. As some of you may know, Matt and Benedict Wong go way back. Matt's mentioned that they've been friends for decades and have been quite in, in quite a few projects together. A lot of you probably remember the episode of The IT Crowd that Benedict Wong made a memorable appearance in. He's been on What We Do in the Shadows, and they were on Moon together. They both played the representatives from the evil corporation in Moon. The director of Moon, Duncan Jones, was asked about how he ended up casting Matt and mentioned uh, Matt Berry and Benedict Wong next to him. The two of them, they were buddies of mine. Back in London, where we were making the film, it's quite a small, tight community in film, and there was this notorious drinking spot. He mentioned in another interview, this was called the Phoenix Bar, where we all used to hang out. I asked if they would come and do the cameo, and they were way more established than I was, and it would be really fun to have a cameo of these two guys that I knew. That's kind of what it was back then. So, this is kind of just him spotlighting his, his drinking buddy, who is still a good friend of his so duncan jones uh liked one of my tweets what back when he directed the warcraft movie because i play world of warcraft and i said something about it people were like shitting on the movie and i was like i said something like basically like this movie is awesome and you guys all suck and he like liked my tweet and i was like (laughs) i just realized that's why matt was at the warcraft movie premiere because i always thought that was so like he doesn't go to any movie premieres and there's all these pictures of him and his like sexy plaid shirt At that premiere, that I did not realize Duncan Jones directed that. that I like, did not know that either. Totally connects that for makes me. makes sense. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Benedict Wong has a bloody nose through the entire thing, which is mm-hmm. super puzzling. The only thing that we can come up with is that because this is kind of like a 70s thing, an early 70s thing, thinking it was just like a drug reference, maybe like some coke and he had a bloody nose. I don't know. Yeah. It's I think it's really yeah. cool, though. The camera just pans all over the place. You know, obviously Matt's singing the lead, but you don't see him singing at all. No. <laughs> you see. He really, he's barely in the video. He's barely yeah. in it. Like, you see him at the very beginning and the very end, and he's kind of in the background of some shots. But yeah. the camera doesn't linger on him at all, which is really interesting. Yeah. You see some close-ups of him playing guitar, which are really cool, because you don't really get to see him doing a lot of intricate riffs very often. So I think it's cool that it, it focuses on that. But, um, yeah, it's... I think it's a really cool video. I think they did a really good job making it feel authentic to that time period. I think it's, yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Oh, and then at the end of the video, best part is that Matt just walk, gets up and walks out. <laughs> he kind of stumbles out, like he almost bumps into something, I think, on his way out. And then everybody is just kind of sitting there like, I don't know. Done? I don't know what he was meant to be doing, but I just think it's funny. He just gets up and walks out. You've already heard us mention that we love listener theories, speculation. 
I would love to hear people's theories on what exactly is going on in this video because yeah. it is hard to puzzle out. It's as best I can figure out yeah. is like a portrait of Van Tension. Everyone seems really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Everyone's sort of fidgeting <laughs> yeah. and not making eye contact and just very much looking like they don't want to be there. And that seems to be the plot of the video. It's just this band that's like barely tolerating each other. But I think that's... they're I think they're like supposed to be on drugs though, aren't they? Aren't they supposed to be like super strung out? Are they? I don't know. Maybe. They, that would make sense. They all look a little gritty. They all look a little disheveled and unkempt, like as per the early seventies. Everybody looked that yeah. way then. I mean, I think Cecilia's not wearing any shoes. There's nope. somebody else that's barefoot too. I don't Is know. Is Matt barefoot? It cuts from him playing guitar to someone tapping their feet. So I don't know. That might be a rare cameo for Matt's feet. <laughs> I can't tell. I could not tell what it, whose foot it was, but there's definitely two barefoot people there. I don't know. I'd like to know who the drummer is too. I don't know who that is. Yeah, that was the one person we couldn't place. Mm -hmm. We but need to know. Come on, Matt. So we need to like make a list of all these like you know crazy questions we have like who's the drummer what burning was, question was this like a burning yeah. question a burning yeah. question like our regular feature <laughs> that we're going to be featuring at the end of this episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like we need to make we need to make like a fake like episode where we just like put all of our burning questions in one episode and be like okay matt come on and come on and answer well, them we have good questions they're interesting questions come i kind on. of assume that he's making a list when he obviously listens to this <laughs> podcast taking notes so what do they want to yeah. know today i don't know okay well, i'll be honest monday <laughs> i suspect he barely remembers the filming of this video yeah. I, I bet if we asked him about it he would just say that no he recollection has no recollection yeah he's like why did the we're like why did the guy have like a bleeding nose is that like cocaine and he's like what like there was a bleeding nose i don't know what you're talking about hope ben's okay <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think I watched that video like four times when I first stumbled on Max Music before I realized that that was Benedict Wong because it was just, he was so out of place. I, I didn't want to put him in a music video in that Barry. I was like, oh, that's Benedict Wong. I didn't even realize. They all look so young in this video. They like, do. Every they person. Do. It's really yeah. cute. Actually, Cecilia looks exactly the same now, I have to say. I don't think she's yeah, she changed looks good. At all. She does. She's aged well. I'm very much like her. Yeah. So the other video is um, Take My Hand. We all kind of have, you guys, again, have your very good theory about it. And I'm just like, derp. Like, I, I'm just kind of out here because you guys made like a really good point that you think that it's it was a it was like a short film that yeah. was made. So, OK, so the it opens with an old man. He's at the doctor. I think that he's probably he's realizing that he doesn't have a lot of time left and yeah. he builds a life size robot and he he does it, I think, essentially to teach him to be human and to keep him company in his final days. So he's not alone. Um, and then they, you know, you see them doing various human type things and he teaches the robot to do various things with varying degrees of success. And then at the yeah. end, they're in a field of flowers and the old man lays down and dies. Gross. And yeah. then the robot kind of just turns around and walks away into the sunset. But there's actual credits that run at the end of it. And I, I don't know if this was, I don't, I kind of suspect that it wasn't meant to be a music video for Take My Hand, like an like official music video. I think it may have been a short film that somebody did and then it kind of became the music video for Take My Hand. I don't know, but you know, you don't usually see credits like that in a music video so definitely not and I was also kind of struck re-watching it that 
it's a pretty elaborate production. Like it looks like the budget on this might have been fairly high. There's a lot of location shoots in London. There's like mm. kind of this full robot costume that the guy wears. Acid Jazz was not working with a huge budget on these videos. Like so low is literally people sitting in a room. So I suspect, <laughs> yeah. Jesse, that you're right, that this might have been a more elaborate production that kind of got repurposed as the video. And do we think that Acid Jazz actually had anything to do with the videos? Like I don't know when I don't know when the video was made for solo yeah. i don't know if it was made prior to acid jazz or if it was made just because matt wanted to make a music video with his friends although he wasn't friends with thomas walsh until he was filming the it crowd i think but that's also yeah. when he oh. made that's also when he made the mo- the album so i don't know i don't, I don't, I don't know. know i know it was released after witch hazel came out on acid jazz but it's not to say he didn't have it kicking around just waiting to be released at the right moment yeah i guess it would be kind of weird to make a music video if you didn't actually have a distribution for your album other than it being self-released so it would make sense that it was released after the fact and maybe Acid Jazz funded it, but I don't know. It doesn't, they doesn't have any credits for it at all. So I do think it's on the Acid Jazz website, YouTube channel now. I think it is. Yeah. Maybe they I've did. always loved this video. I just, I, I really like it. It's just, I, I never, again, and I never, it never occurred to me until you guys said it, that it was a short film that was kind of repurposed as a music video because I just thought it was, and again, it's, it, I find it very intricate. Like it's the robot costumes pretty darn good yeah it, it's well eyes. made <laughs> the eyes are super creepy <laughs> i i like it though like I, I i like it and uh i i always oh, okay because like at the beginning it says charlie on the robot and i was like that's matt's dad's name charles as well as his middle name so i just always i never it never occurred to me that it could have been a short film that was made for it i just thought it was kind of something matt did to kind of maybe parlay into something like that with like a little short film, like a little like artsy type film. And um, I thought it was really well done. And I always kind of saw it as sad because I took it as this old man who, again, at the beginning, he's finding out, oh shit, you're going to die. And he loves robots clearly because you see a shot of a whole bunch of little robot mm-hmm. figurines mm-hmm. on his shelf. And uh, he, you know what? I'm going to make a robot. I'm dying. I'm going to make a robot and I'm going to teach him how to be human because he, in my mind, he never had kids, you know, he, yeah. he just, uh, he just wanted to make his robot and then he teaches him how to do all this stuff. And I really like the scene where he's like giving the robot the beer and then the robot like is puking and it's just kind of a very like, I found it, it's gross, but it's kind of sweet. The whole yeah. thing is sweet. I think it is the part where he's trying to teach the robot to play chess and like he got yeah. frustrated. <laughs> the robot got frustrated and like smashed the chessboard. I think it yeah. is very sweet. I I was very surprised when I saw it the first time thinking that it was an official music video for this song and it might be I really don't know and then I was like well this is not at all how I interpreted the song you know obviously I think the most common interpretation would be guy meets girl brings her to a pub but this I think was a very sweet interpretation of it I really like it too it turns the interpretation of the song on its head and Mm -hmm. I really like that and I always thought it was kind of very matte you know? Oh, you thought it was about this? Guess what? Here's a friggin' guy with his robot. Yeah. And I don't know. I have yeah. no idea if he had any input in the video at all, but I would very much like to know. I think it'd be very interesting. I'm sure somebody out there has a clue and can tell us. Yeah. Hit us up on social media yeah. at Obsessed Oscar on everything. Um, and we would we love to, to know because I tried to research it. And I couldn't find anything. And I think, Courtney, you, you're like master of research and you couldn't find anything either, right? Nope. Nothing on IMDb. Nothing about the actors. Hmm. Mystery. Hmm. A mystery. Actually, I didn't because I didn't look that closely for the actors. <laughs> so 
I'm going to be embarrassed if someone's like, there's a whole website. She lied. Here's all this, yeah. Totally overinflated her researching. Master of research. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's You're funny. like, yes, I did. No, I Just kidding. I didn't. I really did it. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, there is a Witch Hazel minute and a half long promo video that we didn't discuss. And actually, it was Joan Stevenson from the Matt Berry Appreciation Society that reminded us about it. And it is a very cute homemade promo video by Cecilia Fage. She made it? She directed it. Yeah. Oh, she did? Mm-hmm. Very well done. It's very cute. I really love it. It's just Matt and Cecilia in his flat in this very small room playing various instruments and uh, the badger makes an appearance and it's really cute. And Matt's just doing voiceover that says Witch Hazel coming soon, like throughout the whole thing. And they show little pictures of there's some tarot cards and some other stuff that matches the theme of Witch Hazel. But we'll post all I the actually, links. I actually found it hilarious that it's flashing like all these kind of like pastoral looking painting of I think some peasants um, and you see the tarot card and then you see this like smiling scarecrow it's the least intimidating looking least spooky looking thing (laughs) it just looks like it's from some school's Halloween carnival (laughs) that's so true there is one at the end though that was really scary looking there was a more ominous scarecrow at the end yeah (laughs) Yeah. It looks like a guy in bondage almost. So I was like, yeah. I didn't like that one. No, I didn't like it either. Yeah, my guess is that someone just kind of went to Google image search and searched (laughs) Scarecrow and (laughs) copied and pasted the first thing that came up. But something you also see in this video, one of the other images you see inserted is the famous badger who factors pretty heavily in Matt's work. The badger. The badger. And any if you for those of you who are lucky enough to um, follow Matt in the days that he was tweeting all the time, he would tweet pictures of the badger quite a bit. There's some old photos of the badger (laughs) wearing a flower crown, wearing a lei like this badger had some good times. Mm -hmm. And he was actually (laughs) interviewed by the Telegraph newspaper in June 2013 and kind of talked in this interview about different objects which he values. And he said about the badger, I'm going to read here, I'm not really into taxidermy, but I like this badger, and he's featured in lots of things I've done, such as the artwork for the last album, which Hazel, I even give him a producer's credit. I don't give him a name, because that would be taking the piss out of him, and he's over 100 years old, so he's called a badger. (laughs) He was given to me by my uncle, who I think won him somehow. He's moved from home to home with me. He definitely likes my current place, because he likes being next to the river. He's very smart. (laughs) I love that he's kind of got a backstory. That's fantastic. Yeah. And a whole personality. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I do the same thing with my dog. My dog has a whole backstory. Um, I really love the badger with the headphones. I do too. I think it's so cute. It's it's really yeah. great. Yeah. Something we didn't mention when we talked about the Witch Hazel cover in the last album is that that wasn't the original cover. The original cover was a badger as the badger is officially named wearing those headphones yep which if you follow us on facebook instagram and twitter you would see because i posted a picture of it recently also there's a super cute picture of matt smiling with the badger with the pheasant oh it's the pheasant oh screw me oh in the video in the promo video yeah 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 in the promo video and uh i actually had to look it up i have my gather up book with me here because i was like we we thought that 
it was from the book, but it's not. There's a very similar photo, but it's not. He's not smiling in it, and the smile is is good. We so like the smile. Is that the only time we've seen that picture? Then I wonder if it is. I don't know. I, yeah, I can't place it anywhere else. You know who could tell us the answer to that question? Ben Meadows. He could answer that question for us. Ben, Come on, Ben. If you're listening, <laughs> let us know. We need you. So um, we started it the last episode when we did opium. A burning question for Matt this time, which actually just came to light very recently. Um, he did a radio show on Totally Wired Radio, which is the sister radio station, I guess sister station of Acid Jazz. Mm-hmm. He did his first show, S's for Synthesizer, with Eddie Pillar a couple of weeks ago. And just apropos of nothing, they were talking and, you know, Eddie Pillar was kind of praising Matt for what he can do with musical instruments and stuff like that and how he can play everything. And Matt said, well, that's all I can do. You know, I can't drive. And, you know, that's really all I can. And then Eddie Pillar chimes in with, oh, but you do have a horse and buggy license. And that was the end of it. There was Matt says, yeah, I do. And then they move on. He said, oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> there was no further explanation of this. I now need to know more. <laughs> like, why can you not drive a car? How do you not drive a car? I mean, I guess things are a little different in the UK, especially if you spend time in the city. But well, I know he lives in the country. I don't understand how you get away with not having a car. But maybe that's just my American sensibilities, because if you don't have a car, you're kind of lost. But you can't drive a car, but you have a horse and buggy license. So I want to know who, what, where, when, and how on that. Please, we're dying for some more information. Thank you. It's hilarious that they just said that and then moved the fuck on. They were like, oh, let's drop this hilarious, very interesting thing. It, it was like it wasn't. Synthesizers. It was like it wasn't interesting. It was just yeah. said matter of factly. Oh, but you do have a horse and buggy yeah. license. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Can't just drop that Rewinds. there. Rewinds. <laughs> well, thanks for sitting in with us again and listening to our odds and ends episode of Witch Hazel. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Obsessed Obscure. Are we on TikTok? We are on TikTok. We are on TikTok. Although okay. our content is low. Yeah. We're there, but like we're not really there. You no, know we're know there. I mean? We're totally there. Okay. We're there, guys. <laughs> we're cool. We're on TikTok. <laughs> we're with all the cool young kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so next episode is going to be very exciting, I think. It's going to be Kill the Wolf. And I think it's going to be just a tiny bit contentious because I don't necessarily love it. As much as everybody else does. So it'll be a nice little... Yeah. You don't say. Yeah, I think it will be. For three people that always agree on everything. Can't imagine it being contentious. We agreed on one thing once. I know. That was about it. It was monumental. I've got two weeks until I can change your mind about how this is one of the best albums ever written. I'm building my case. I think I'm just Switzerland from here on out. I don't know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't dislike anything from here on out. So, yeah. Okay, so let's do it. I, ha- I have some dislikes. I have. I'm. I'm just gonna keep that under my hat. But I do have. <laughs> I do have some dislikes. As do I. Well, I probably do too. We'll just have Tune to in see. to find out. Yes. All right. Well, thank see you. you. Thank you for listening. Bye, y'all. See you next time.